Hi, I'm Shelley Cameron, CEO of the City of Philadelphia's Division of Aviation, and you're listening to my podcast, Taking Off with Shelley Cameron, where I take you behind the scenes at the Philadelphia International Airport and the Northeast Philadelphia Airport. Taking Off is a rare glimpse inside one of the busiest airports in the United States. I'm often impressed by the ways that our community comes together in times of need to help others. The federal government shutdown is no exception. Airport employees in the local community have really sprung into action, from starting a food pantry to providing free meals to donating gift cards to help not only those federal government employees who serve PHL, but all government employees in this region. I want to share what we at PHL are doing and how the public can help federal workers during this difficult time. Joining me for this very special episode is Gary Renfro, Federal Security Director of TSA Philadelphia. Judy McMurtry, chairperson for the Philadelphia Airline Managers Council, often referred to as the PAMCO. Marianne Mahoney, PHL's Director of Government Affairs, who is the one responsible for starting the food pantry, and Clarence Lejeune and Mel Hanna from Marketplace Philadelphia, who are responsible for helping the Meals on Mondays come off without a hitch. Thank you all for joining me today. Good morning. Good morning. So I'm going to start with you, Gary. How are you holding up? Yeah, we're doing that really, really well in Philadelphia, fortunately. I know that other airports have reported that they've had staffing challenges and stuff, and mm-hmm. you and your team have really stepped up and, and yeah. managed to minimize that impact. Yeah. Yes, and uh, if I could up front just say thank you. It's been an entire community as usual here at Philadelphia, so I've been here since 2014. And I was impressed right from the very beginning, not with just my workforce, but with the partnership that exists here in Philadelphia. It is different here. And it's that kind of collaborative effort that keeps people coming back. The outpouring of the food and the assistance from the airport, from the airlines, from the vendors, and even the passengers has been really incredible. And that's why we're doing well. You know, I'll tell you, during the first week, I kept thinking that it would be over within a matter of days. Right. And when it kept going on and on, we just felt like we needed to do something. Yeah. So what's the feedback that you're hearing about the efforts? Well, from the officers, it's extraordinary. This is a business where not everybody's really happy to see TSA. We slow the passengers down. We get more into their private lives than they would care for, right? And <laughs> I understand that. It's part of providing security, and it's necessary, though. But because of that, they often get the bad side of the public, if you will, in their face every day. Today, it's not like that. I mean, most people that come through make a point to say thank you, and they understand and they're sympathetic to the fact that they're working without pay. More than 30 days without pay. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. We never thought we'd be here just like you. I I wouldn't have imagined. But they're doing it. This weekend is another payday. I just heard last night that they're getting a partial payment, which is awesome. Oh, And that will be some uh, some real assistance for them. It's not a full payment, but it's going to be helpful. Oh, that's great. Mel and Clarence with Marketplace PHL are also here with us today, and they have been instrumental in the airport being able to provide what I'm calling Monday meals to our federal employees at the airport. Mel and Clarence, thanks for joining. And could you talk a little bit about the role that you played to help the federal employees who are really having a rough time because of the federal shutdown? Uh, Absolutely. You know, Shelly, the airport is like a big family. There are all these, I believe, over 75 different businesses that actually operate out of this facility. We work very close with each other to make sure that we are delivering a consistent message for providing a unique passenger experience when people travel to Philadelphia. So when things happen as in a family, you know, everybody kind of gets together to figure out how we can help. And the shutdown has been a concern for everyone. And when we got the call a few weeks ago saying we'd like to try to figure out how we can help TSA and feed them, 
at least every Monday until, you know, they get this, this shutdown is over. What do you think you can do to help out with that? So we talked about it, talked about logistics, how we could pull it off, you know, to get a feel for how many, how many people would be affected by it. And not just TSA, I'm sorry, uh, CBP also. Right. Customs and Border any Control. federal employee any federal employee, yes. Yeah. We talked about it with, with your team and, you know, put together some brief bullet points about how we can pull it off. And from that point, we then reached out to our merchants. And the response from our merchants was overwhelming. We had them calling and wanting to chip in right away and be a part of this program. And up to the day, they're still calling saying, when am I in a rotation to drop off food to help feed these employees? So the first Monday, you know, it was a great feeling just to be out there. You know, we started off with just a grab-and-go application with basically a sandwich, bag of chips, you know, a beverage and a, and a dessert. And we fed close to about 500 employees. That's you know. amazing. So it went really well. This Monday, we did the same thing. We worked very closely with all the resources to make sure that this time we actually delivered the food to their break rooms. Which to is try a to make nice it, touch. Yeah. So that worked well for us. But it's unfortunate. But the leadership here at the airport, you and your team, you know, and pulling all this together to try to help these folks out has been tremendous. And everybody rallied behind you to make it happen. So we're just excited that you made us a part of the program. I'm really grateful to both of you for what you did and, and really the whole team. You almost get a little emotional when you talk about yeah. it, right? You know, it's, it's the family coming together to take care of their own. Right. Well, we live in the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. Yes, we do. So uh, I guess at PHL, we walk the walk and talk the talk. All of the other things that we've been a part of while we've been here in the 20 years, people from Katrina coming to Philadelphia, needing a place of refuge and, you know, medical facilities here in PHL. This is just another example of how this city and how this airport, quite frankly, always stands up and does the right thing. So when Jim asked us to participate, no hesitation. Our merchants were right there wanting to do whatever necessary. And it is very humbling, Shelley, to stand and watch these folks who have, you know, really responsible professional jobs be reduced to having to participate in something like lunches or other things that we're doing here at the airport because of, you know, what's going on. So we're just happy that we can play whatever little part in making that transition comfortable. And thank you for doing it professionally and for treating them with dignity Absolutely. during this time. So, Judy, the PAMCO is made up of representatives from all the airlines, and you're the chairwoman of the organization. <laughs> Can you tell our listeners a little bit about the sit-down lunch you all held last week and how that came about? Well, how that came about, again, with the great community we have at the airport and the close relationship everyone is here at the airport, we just decided we had to do something. So when I sent out an email to the stakeholders as well as the airlines and just the call went out to say, hey, we got to do something. We'd like to do an appreciation lunch. This way, the TSA can come together and sit down and break bread together. And it really makes a difference because they have the support of each other because usually they're separated out. And everybody just start emailing me, what can we do? What can we do? And so we decided for the first time in history to use the fund because we actually pay a dues for the PAMCO. And we decided to use that money to buy the food so it can be collectively as one body instead of many okay so we came together and at that point the airline still wanted to and the stakeholders what can we do we want to do something to so bring desserts bring chips and things of that nature we've had so much food we just gave tsa to take back to the different areas but everybody was just excited and still to this day we want to support the pantry as well each airline is still buying food different 
And it, even our headquarters decided, all of us collectively, hey, take care of the, the TSA and do what you can. So everybody's in support of this, but this community is fabulous. And it's TSA, it's CBP, it's FAA, it's federal air marshals, it's every federal employee that comes to the airport to work. There are over a thousand, right? Yes. That are part of that workforce. And Judy, you said one thing that really resonates with me, and that's that it would really be meaningful to bring everybody together to break bread. And that's what you do as a family, right? Yes, absolutely. When you're really trying to come together and show the love. Yes. And I like that concept. And the event that you hosted really did show the love. And I think everybody felt it. So. Yes. The event we hosted. That we hosted. <laughs> that <Yes>. we hosted. <laughs> Thank you. I'd like to turn to Marianne next. This past week, we opened a food pantry, again, that is welcoming all federal workers. And by the way, not just those situated at the airport. No. It's open to any federal employee in this region, right? It's on the, it's on the non-secure side. It's open to any, anybody in this region that wants to come to the food bank. We even have it where they could pull up downstairs if somebody's with them, run up, fill their bags, and then go because they don't have the money to park. So we worked it out with the police officer down there that they can come and drop off or pick up donations. So Marianne, what's the response been like? So in the first hour and 18 minutes that we were open on Tuesday, we had 110 people. And it was incredible. By Tuesday night, we were depleted. We got more donations. <laughs> it almost looked like when the Grinch that stole Christmas went through the Who house, right? Seriously. I think, what did he leave? A, a, a can of corned hash or corn, whatever it we was? We had a can of, of hamburger. Somebody put a can of, there was a can of hamburger that was left. And Yeah, I think yeah. that was about so, it. So that was about it. So then we, we started to get more donations and we started to look ahead. We didn't just go out and buy everything for just now. We, we got donations that are spread out that hopefully we can get into middle of or later to next week. And people were dropping off donations. Yesterday, a passenger came in and handed me a dollar. I, I have a dollar. Can I donate it? And I said, absolutely, every dollar counts. And we have, we have women and men coming in that, that have babies, and baby formula is expensive. I mean, one can of Inframil is $25. And babies are on certain... I'm going to get emotional again. But babies are on certain kind of formula. So as they're coming in, we're writing it down. And when we do our shopping, we're getting it. And when they come, we tell them, come back and we'll have it for you. We put it in the back for them and they come in and they get the formula that they need. There's one woman whose baby, I think is a three-year-old toddler, but can't eat regular food, it has to have this liquid formula, but it's, it's got to be for a toddler. We went and bought that. We're buying things that they need. As they're coming in, just, you know, we're just not going shopping and saying, oh, we'll get this, this is on sale, we'll get that. We're actually getting things they need. So... It's, what are it's some of your so most high-in-demand products? What are things? Diapers, formula, wipes, dish soap, clothes soap, stuff that food stamps don't cover, toilet paper, paper towels. We have fresh fruit and vegetables every day. Somebody yesterday dropped off 50 half gallons of milk. We found refrigeration for it. We put a sign up, if you need milk, we'll give you the milk. We got donations. We have... 200 gift cards to fresh grocer for meats. So we're giving them out and we're making sure that, you know, each person gets one. And the turkey vouchers, 500 560 turkey vouchers we got for free turkeys. I can't tell you the overwhelming 
support that this is getting. I heard from the hotel association yesterday. What can we do? I heard, you know, it's it's just THLCVB. Yes, Shoprite, the fresh grocer. You said we clean, it, Can I tell you, we we cleaned out Shoprite on Island Avenue, and this morning we went shopping at the Twenty Fourth and Oregon store and practically cleaned out the stuff that we need. We're not only paying for the stuff through a donation, but they're also giving us discounts on top of that. Wawa yesterday dropped off a 1,000 coupons for free hoagies and a 1,000 free drinks. We're supposed to be getting a truckload of sodas and juices today. And the fruit guys, they've been delivering us fresh fruit and vegetables. I, 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 I'm beside myself. It's just... Incredible. And I'm so afraid we're going to forget one of our major donors as we talk. So we're going to put a list out on the website when we post this podcast so everybody who's been helping gets gets some recognition. But again, you talked about the community and the family at the airport, Judy, but it's the Philly family. Yes, it is. It's the whole region. Brotherly love at its best. And sisterly affection. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I, you know, and, and that I think is, it was what warms my heart. I'm going to go back to you one more time, Marianne, and don't get too emotional. Tell me one story about somebody who shared with you what this meant to them. I know. I'm going to get emotional. A guy came in yesterday, and he said, my wife just had a baby a few days ago. I cannot take a day off from work. He said, and I don't know what she's going to need when she comes home. Can you help us? So I said, all right, you find out, is she breastfeeding? If not, what kind of formula? We did baby diapers. We did wipes. We did pads for her. We did, you know, anything that we can think of, nutritional stuff for mom to eat. I said to him, if there's something you need, come to us and we'll give you. When he took that bag, he cried and hugged us. And I've gotten more hugs in the last few days from people that I can't even tell you. They're just so happy and so emotional. And another thing, you know, we can't forget our pets. The local animal hospital donated $30, $25 gift cards to PetSmart to feed the animals. We've had passengers dropping off bags of dog food and cat food, and it's, it's, it's so overwhelming that when people are coming in, they're just, you know, and then when you see them looking around, that's when we go up and say, what is it that you need? Tell us what it is. So that they're getting that personal touch. Like the team that we have down there, Shelly, they're so good. And the guys that are picking up the food for us and bringing it to us, this team has worked so hard. Coming in at 6 in the morning, leaving late at night, and everybody's helping chip in. It's wonderful. You've got an army behind you helping yes, out, Yes, I do. Right? I have an army. And I want to thank all of those folks, too. Every time I go down, it's an army of people who are pulling together to make it come. I just took four women over to ShopRite, and I said, we need to speed shop because we were out of things that I bought yesterday. And they jumped in my car. I called the truck to meet us there. We got there. We started shopping. The manager was there because somebody donated money that we don't that we just go and shop and they take it off the top. So they, you know, it's nice that we can go and get the things that are needed. I want to just comment on how it takes a whole family to make an airport run. We have twenty one thousand people that work here and more than a thousand federal employees, and this airport wouldn't run, wouldn't operate, wouldn't work without any piece of that machine. And when one of our family members is in need, this community comes together. I'm so, so very proud to say that I'm a part of the PHLPNE family. 
And I'm so grateful that all of you were here to join me today. So can I say one more thing, Shell? Sure. Um, we also had the Philadelphia Northeast Airport. And this afternoon, we will be taking some supplies up to them because we can't forget our Northeast people. So we're going to take some food and whatever, and then we'll find out what they need and be able to get it to them because they can't get down here. Sounds good. So folks, I think that's all the time that we have for today. Gary, Judy, Marianne, Mel, and Clarence, thank you so much for all that you're doing to help ease the burden of the shutdown on our family members, on our federal government workers. I'm grateful for the support and appreciate you joining me today. And again, if you would like to donate, just pull up to the communication center for drop-off between Terminal C and D between the hours of 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. And if you're a federal employee in this area that needs some help, please come to Terminal E by Frontier Airlines between 7.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. to visit our food pantry. I'm Shelley Cameron. Thank you for listening.